Hey friends, welcome to the 16th episode of the Retro Game Guys podcast. I'm Dustin, your host, and I'm joined by my three good friends, the retro gaming guru, Zach. Rock and roll. The obsessive collector, JP. Collect them all. And the infrequent gamer, Alex. That's me. All right, let's start with a few updates, Zach. Sure thing. Well, can you guys believe it? It has now been six months since Woo! we released our first batch oh, of episodes. Wow. It feels like six years. <laughs> it doesn't really feel <laughs> that, that was that hard, right? Mm-hmm. We released Mario Brothers, Golden Axe, and Galaga all those months ago. Wow. Time flies, does it not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the podcast has definitely evolved since then, thankfully. <laughs> if, you, if you go back and listen to those early episodes, you'll see what we've changed since then. A lot of the changes have been based on feedback that we've received from many of you listening. Uh, and we would like to keep that feedback coming. So we've set up a listener feedback survey. All right. Yay. So, that's right. So please go to <laughs> retrogameguys.com slash survey or look for the link on our homepage, retrogameguys.com, and fill out the form. It's only a few questions. Take you just a minute. But it's really, really valuable to us. Uh, we will use your comments to shape the next six months of the podcast and beyond. And we may even share a few of the most interesting comments in our next episode, because you know there's going to be a few. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, just from ju- judging uh, what people say on our Facebook and Twitter, I there think the go. survey will be good. There too. you go. Right. So again, go to retrogameguys.com slash survey. Uh, and thank you again for helping us make this podcast awesome or at least a little bit less sucky. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go. Along uh, some of the lines about less sucky. <laughs> uh, over the past couple of weeks, we got uh, a lot of emails from, uh, like one from a new listener, Brian H., a school teacher doing the Lord's work, <laughs> uh, right? Literally. Uh, Better was, him than us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who has his love for retro gaming rekindled. Uh, so wow. I guess he uh, took some games into his class to show. Uh, so that was awesome. Hopefully, he didn't give him too much crap for it. <laughs> you know, how, many, how many Check bits out my does old games? Right. You know, hopefully, he let him play them. Uh, Richard T., who we met at the uh, toy show, uh, sent us a thorough review and some recommendations for the podcast. Uh-oh. Uh, so, JP, uh, this is your last episode. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, he didn't like you, so... Like, oh, so he it. has that same feedback. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> He's like, who's this JP guy? This uh, is it. terrible. It's over. It's over. I'm leaving. Yeah. And uh, Wayne Y., uh, that's his name, Wayne Y., <laughs> uh, who loved our Zelda episode. Uh, speaking of Zelda... Uh, it's climbed the charts, right, Dustin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got some news about that. Absolutely. All right. So as Alex said, it's been... Uh, or no, actually, Zach said. Alex said... Uh, I said that. Said about Zelda, but that's right. Zach said it's been six months for our podcast, so I mm-hmm. thought it was a good time to look back and see what our top five most popular episodes are at this point in time. I think the other retro game guys might be a little surprised by this list, so here goes. All right. At number five, we have our fifth episode, which was recorded way back in October. It's the Tetris episode. Oh. Not, that one's not a shock This in the top five for me. That's a, such a popular game, as we talked about at the time. It's uh, <laughs> something everybody's played, so not a surprise for me on that one. Number four is our fourth episode. It's one of my favorites, and probably the first time we realized trying to beat Zach is damn near futile. It's our episode <laughs> on Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Wow. Where he won with his feet. Number four, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. Number three Under. is uh, not our third episode. I felt like I was just going in order for a minute there. <laughs> I know it's sad, like they're all old episodes. Yeah, it's right? just like, like a number one is the first one right. we did. No, after episode four, people stop listening. They just like forget it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so number three was the episode that began our streak of Batman references, oh, which is the uh, Battletoads episode. There you go. Yeah, and uh, number three, uh, number two. Sorry, uh, this one shot up our charts quickly. 
as uh, Alex was saying, it was only six weeks old, and it's our episode on Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So yeah. that one's shot right up to the top. Not quite to the top, though. Number one, our number one most downloaded episode. Any guesses in the room? Mario Brothers first episode. No. Mm, no. No. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, you know Hopefully, what? I, I remember. I, I saw the script. I'm sorry. I'm not uh, oh, say yeah. Don't say. <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> say well, I'll go ahead and uh, F zero. <laughs> That's right. Oh God. Zero God. Ever do oh, you? Man. Fast zero. I will say that Fast this zero absolutely was a big surprise to me. Moon Patrol. It's got to be Moon Patrol. It is our Castlevania 3 episode. Yes. Oh, wow. You could have given me 10 guesses. I never would have picked really? that as our for number Really? No. I mean, Castlevania 3? Sure. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad episode, but it's for being the one that's been the most downloaded. Because it has monsters, man. And well, it's horror. Well, Castlevania's in the news with the, with the you that know, too. it's always in, yeah. in the mind with the, the show and everything, so sure. maybe it's something around there. But uh, anyway... Well, Castlevania fans, thank you for listening. Yeah. yeah. Now Alex is really going to want us to dig out our Castlevania demo. We have been asking to ask this week. Let's release the demo. Uh, release the house. I have it. So. Okay. Well, here's the thing: if if you if anyone wants to hear the demo, let us know. Put it in the survey. put it in the survey. Yeah. Release the de- hashtag. Release the demo. All right. As soon as we release it, they're going to say, "Put it back. Put, put it back. Back. <laughs> back into the vault. Back into the vault." We should release. Put it in the, we back actually, here's what we should actually do: a Castlevania episode now. Mm. And then release the demo before we release our new one. That's not a bad idea. We'll think about that, I think. Yeah, we, we, write that down. And then we still got to do Castlevania 2. There's yeah. Castlevania yeah. 4. Yeah. Sure. yeah, there's actually, if I'm not mistaken, there is, uh, Konami is releasing, going to be releasing a Castlevania Chronicles. Th- okay, oh. I think you're right. You yeah, know, okay. with one, two, 1 through 4, we did talk about that yeah. episodes ago, and they're right. actually doing it, which is awesome. Cool. Huh? All right, well, one last mo- note for me. Last time I shared the top five states and the top five countries where we have the most listeners to our podcast, we have a new country joining our top five. Oh. So here's a shout out to our listeners in Spain. Thank you, Spain. Nice. All right. Spain. <laughs> Thank you for making the retro guy- game guys a part of your day. You know, I did look at the map because you got me interested in that. And I was like, what state has not listened yet? And, and Mont- Maine. Montana and Monta- Maine. Come on, Montana. Come on, Maine. <laughs> Listen, if you got family and friends in the, those two states... Pick up the phone or text them. Do something. <laughs> Stop getting the cows. Stop going after right. the crabs. Let's listen to some podcasting. That's right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to touch that last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a different type of crab, maybe. <laughs> and if you're digging the show wherever you're located, don't forget to hit the subscribe button in whatever podcast app you're using. Or not. Or, or not. not. <laughs> or not. <laughs> or not. Uh, and if you're really digging what we're doing, consider sharing it with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. It helps. Thank you. <laughs> it does. Yes, thank you. That was that was such a powerful ending there, JP. Yes. We were. Can you guys share it, please? Sweaty balls. <laughs> we really enjoy listening to our yeah. podcast. Pod, thank, podcast. You, thank you so much. Please consider sharing it with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you. Or That's not. more like it. Come on now. Oh, is that what you wanted? Yeah, yeah. Come Sorry. on. Once more feeling. No, I didn't we're do good. any cocaine. I <laughs> this time. That's oh, maybe this is gonna be a different episode then. All right, <laughs> let's get. Are you holding that? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he gave up cocaine for Lent. Yeah. <laughs> Give me. I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick, guys. A <laughs> few edits there. But all right. <laughs> okay. Why that? Come on. All right, guys. Uh, now think, let's of the, think of the children. Think <laughs> what, of the children. Uh, Daddy, what's, you know, come on. Yeah. What's all a right, Colombian marching powder? <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine, fine. All right. Now let's get into the show. For this episode, we're covering the action adventure game Super Metroid, which came to the Super NES in March of 1994. 
uh, we picked Super Metroid because it's the game's 25th anniversary. All right. And now I feel old because March of 94, I was a junior in high school. Oh. Wow. <laughs> me. I got another anniversary later on in the podcast I'll share with you. Okay. Sounds Make good. feel older. Oh, All right. Great. And if you'd like to give Super Metroid a play before listening to the rest of this episode, there are a few options. It's available as part of the Super NES Classic Edition with 20 other games like Super Mario Kart, Zelda Link to the Past, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting <laughs> Super Edition or something. Watch out, Mr. Don Van Dam. I'm coming for you. That's how I got, I got chill, triggered. Chill out. Chill. I back down. Get back, get yeah. off the table, Zach. It's, it's happening. Uh, it, 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 the Street Fighter episode is happening. Oh, yeah, for it's, sure. It's comedy training. <laughs> I'm, 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 That's a lot of talk, man. That's a lot of talk. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't, you know, need, I don't need the talk. The man is this a god. Of... His beautiful flowing hair. Jeez. <laughs> oh, this again. This exactly. again. His thumbs of lightning. <laughs> you, re- you really should sandbag a little bit, huh. Alex, because when, when this stuff goes down and, and he loses and everybody else that steps up uh-huh. loses, you're going to have to backpedal a bit, my friend. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty confident. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> pretty confident. Some stranger okay. I've never met before. So right. that one time. <laughs> So a couple other options uh, for uh, playing Super Metroid. There's, of course, the super uh, original Super Nintendo cartridge. But if you don't already own it, it's a little bit pricey on eBay. We'll hear more about that on later. Mm-hmm. And lastly, there's emulation with all the legal considerations that you know of by now. So in this Super Metroid episode, Zach will take us through the history of the game. We'll hear about memories of the game from our community and the guys in the room. And we'll chat about our experiences replaying it. And we'll also see if anyone can end Zach's 14-episode win streak. Nope. Yeah, probably not. Uh, (laughs) JP will then school us on the world of collecting, and we'll wrap with our retro game giveaway where someone will win an original copy of Super Metroid. And if you want to win our next retro game giveaway, like last week's winners Devin T. and Timothy R., head over to at Retro Game Guys on Facebook or Twitter, follow us, and join the conversation. Simple as that. Now to kick off this episode, here's Zach to give us a bit of the background history and interesting facts about Super Metroid. Thank you, kind sir. You're welcome. All right. Well, Super Metroid is an action-adventure game by Nintendo released for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System on April 18th, 1994, as you said, Dustin, 25 years ago. Almost, almost to the date. Yeah. Getting real close. Uh, by the way, I think Super, Me- Super Metroid is an awful title for a Metroid totally. sequel. Uh, at the time, Nintendo and third-party publishers were very fond of adding the prefix super to game titles uh, to make them sound, I guess, next-gen or whatever. Uh, but in this case, Super Metroid does not fit the mood of this game at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went back and I actually looked at a SNES game list to understand how many games actually had super in the titles. And I counted over 55 SNES games had, that were called Super Something. Dude, that's, I mean, no kidding. It's so silly. There were two in particular that really bug me. One's uh, Super Mario Kart, which the game's great. But to me, Super means it's like better than something else, right? Like mm-hmm. there must have been a, it's a sequel to something. So they called it Super. So, oh, yeah, you're right. But like Super Mar- Metroid is at least a sequel. Mm-hmm. But no, Super Mario Kart is the first one. So what? Like I, 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 to this, it just dawned on me that that's not a sequel. I thought, oh, there must have been a Mario Kart on NES or something. But it no. is pretty super. It's very that's good right. game, but it's just yeah. a weird title. But the other one, the other one that bugs me to no end is the Super Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that was just oh, yeah. yeah. I like I like the game. I actually don't hate the game that much. It's fine. Um, but why in the world does the name need to be that long? Just well, that was the it, original name of the movie: Super Star it, Wars: Empire Strikes Back. No, yeah, it was it just was. Empire Strikes Back. No, just call super. it Empire Strikes Back. No, Super uh, and Super Star so Wars. So not only that, but it was and using was that the, before Super Return of the Jedi. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But not only that, it was using that old weird Star Wars logo that made it look like it says Super. 
superstar of the Empire Strikes Back Wars. Nice. Uh, but I'm just glad it was before George Lucas started pu- pushing the whole numbering system thing, or it might have been Super Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back Wars. Well, <laughs> at least Jar Jar Binks wasn't in it, so <laughs> that you know of. Yeah, you didn't look that correct. deep in the code. Well, all right, all right. Have you guys Sorry. actually played Super, Super Force Awakens? Is coming out soon. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Star Wars that, nerd rant over. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. There's one. Took you, you on a tangent. Have you there. played that game? By the way, Super Star Wars is super hard. No, it is, I, it is, I, it's yeah. a, I like it. It's, it's hard, but it, I just hate the name. I just, yeah, I'm. That's me. But now all you right. guys thinking about Super Mario. I think because his, I guess his, the name is Super Mario. Like it's his not just name Mario. Is not super Mario. No, it's, it's Mario. The franchise is Super Mario. No, it's Mario. Mario. No, it's originally was Mario. Mario. Super Mario, like Super Superman. Mario. But you yeah. do, do people, yeah. they do call him that. Right? Yeah. Well, no, wait a minute. So wait, he, he becomes Super Mario when he gets the mushroom, I think. Mm. Uh, so does that mean he's powered up the whole time he's on the, the cart? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Okay. We're talking about Tangent. Tangent. Okay. Back to that, Super Mario. Well, back to Super Metroid. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by uh, Yoshi. Or Metroid 3. Or Metroid 3. Yes, and yeah. it does It does it reference does say, Metroid 3 on the title. Yes, they yeah. should. Super confusing. They should have just. Super confusing. They should have just left it. Metroid 3, not Super. I almost said Super Metroid 3. Like, no. God. All right. Well, Super Metroid was directed by Yoshio Sakamoto. Uh, developed by a staff of just 10 people. Wow. So again, small team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was executive produced by uh, Gunpei Yokoi. So we've talked about him before. So he was the guy that invented the cross control pad. Yeah. Um, Our logo is a little bit of an homage to that. That is right. Uh, he also invented the game and watch system. Cool. And because uh, you can't win them all, Nintendo's biggest flop, the Virtual Boy. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh there's a, that, that ended his streak real quick. Hold on. So he invented the, the D-pad. Yep. The but, way that it looked, yeah. And then also the Virtual Boy. Yeah. So you know, there you go. You know, you win some, you lose some. Running the gamut. Yeah, and I still love the Virtual Boy. I know people, you know, hit you on. It. I love. Like, I just thought it was great. Yeah. Do you want mine? I'll get. I'll seriously, <laughs> give it to you. All right. Well, Super Metroid is the third game in the Metroid series, following the original Metroid, which came out for the NES in 1986, uh, and the sequel, Metroid Two: Return of Samus, which uh, followed in 1991 for the good old black and white Game Boy. Oh, yeah. uh, by the way, JP, you're a big Game Boy fan. You'd yes, be proud sir. of me. I actually busted out my original Game Boy this week. My daughter's like way into Pokemon, so I bought the original Pokemon Red game, which oh, is the very, very first. I Pokemon believe I game have ever. that minus. Well, I have that. I didn't buy blue. I bought red. Of course you have. Of course you have it. Of course, right? <laughs> yeah. So getting back to Super Metroid, uh, the plot of the game picks up Super! where the Super. Super. Uh, it, it picks up where the first two games leave off. So you are Samus Aran, galactic bounty hunter, mm. and you must save the universe from the evil space pirates and their leader, the <laughs> Mother Brain. Have, they don't even have a you know sword and an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, I was so pirates? confused. It's a I was so confused term. going yeah. into this game. I was like, oh, space pirates, cool. Yeah. They're gonna like look like rogues, or I'm like, they look like xenomorphs. So okay, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, there's no eye patches or anything. Like, what no treasure. the aliens? Are the space pirates? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah. No. I thought no. they were aliens. Yeah. We had a whole no. conversation about them. Aliens that are space pirates. Uh, That's right. Okay. So in the first Metro game, you travel to the planet Zebus, or, or Zebeth, as the bad translation in the first game says. <laughs> uh, you defeat the Mother Brain, who is hell bent on using her army of energy sapping Metroids to conquer the universe. The the Metroids are the jellyfish, if you didn't know. Yeah, that. And they, they I had to figure that out too. Yes. <laughs> uh, in Metroid 2, you eradicated all the Metroids for their, from their home planet, SR388, uh, right next to SR387, uh, but saved one... Lo- <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that horrible joke. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, boy. 
but you saved one lone hatchling Metroid who thought you were his mother. So Super <laughs> Metroid picks up after you turn over the baby Metroid to human scientists who study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom, hey here you go. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, kid. Hey, kid jellyfish. How you doing? Right. Here's some scientists. Right. So the scientists, <laughs> they study the Metroid and they find out that the creature's powers can be used to benefit mankind. So great. But, you know, this, met, this potential cannot be realized because the creature, the space pirate, Ridley... <laughs> He shows up, he invades the lab on the space station, Ceres, steals the baby Metroid, uh, you get a distress call and immediately head into battle at the space station, that's where the game starts, right? Uh, and unfortunately, Ridley steals the Metroid and he sets the self-destruct mechanism for, on the space station. So, what are you going to do? You got to get out of there. So. Was this written by the staff of Days of Our Lives? Like, what the... <laughs> This is like a space soap opera. It basically, yeah, it is. It's <laughs> very so they, they didn't realize until after they eradicated all the Metroids from their home planet that this actually could save mankind. <laughs> Why did you eradicate oh, hey, them hey, from their home planet? Like, did they, isn't, that they the plot of, isn't that the plot of Avatar too? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, no, no, because they actually knew that they had something valuable going into oh, it. That's right. That's so right. in this one, like, they just decided, hey, let's just kick all these people off their planet, all these uh, Metroids off their planet for no reason. Well, whatsoever. the Metroids. Uh, there's a deeper story here, but the Metroids. They, <laughs> oh, okay, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, they no, they, like they hold on, on. They're out of control. It, they get out of the control. Did the Metroid uh, uh, get divorced? A bad breakup from their wife, and then have to patrol the <laughs> yeah, moon. Yeah, they had amnesia, and then <laughs> shoot the moon. They shoot the moon again. Oh god! Now yeah. the the Chozo people created the Metroids, oh. and oh, so Samus Samus Aran has the blood of the Chozos. We'll get into that later. Anyway, oh, good. Uh, Thank you. I'm, so I'm, I was hoping we would. Right. But anyway, so you're you're hauling ass out of the space station because the self destruct mechanism has been triggered. You then escape the station right as it blows up, just right at that last moment, mm-hmm. uh, which is reminiscent of the ending sequence of the original Metroid game. It is. Um, and you, yes, and you chase Ridley to the planet Zebus, um, and you are going to chase him down and try to get that baby Metroid back. All right. Yeah. Do you, you guys like the intro of this game? It does feel very yes. movie-like, yeah. does it not? I was immediately drawn in. I, I immediately, I think I texted you or whatever on uh, Twitter, and I was like, I need a, I need a movie of this. Like, I'm, I was immediately drawn in. I felt like it was like, like a big deal. I am surprised that there isn't a movie based on this, especially because it has a female lead. Well, because it would end up as yeah. it would end up as being just the plot of Alien. It almost is, right? Well, yeah, but uh, I want to. So I want a like an animation or something. Metroid. I have they probably could have done like Castlevania on Netflix. They could have done that. Yeah. I have an Alex style confession to make. Oh yeah, because oh. I didn't like the intro, but for a very specific reason. Hmm. I didn't know what Metroid was going into this, and in my mind, I realized as we started the game that it. <laughs> I thought we were going to be playing Mega Man. <laughs> Wow! Are you serious? Holy moly! I completely. I had no idea what Metroid is, but in my mind, so right. So I fired up Super Metroid, thinking (laughs) I was thinking of, oh, it's going to be the little dude who's in blue and he's going to be running around. I'm like, what is Mega Man? Wow! I'm like. Oh, I well, got sold a bill of goods here because this is a horror game, and I came can't from a play, Sega uh, I can't household. play horror right. games. <laughs> Interesting. So I I liked the intro, but it really I was like, oh no, this is just going to be bad. No, not a friendly little blue guy running <laughs> no, around. No, no. no. <laughs> so I did, that's my Alex style confession yeah. for the day. Yeah. Right. Well, they do. It, Mega Man and Super Metroid are similar in the sense that they are platformers. Yeah, right? like so, it was an yeah. adventure platformer. The, they both run around spacey, in suits. Yeah, space sure. suits. Like I just got go. them crossed yeah. in my head. Yeah. You get power ups. One's a super hot chick. The other one's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you go. Mega yeah. Man's super hot chick. Uh, <laughs> other way around. Anyway. Oh, 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 all right. So we'll as, get to it. Yeah. So get to Super Metroid again. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it does play like a standard 2D platformer. Uh, in fact, Metroid, the original Metroid 19, from 1986, it was one of the first platformers on the NES, and that really helped mm-hmm. establish the genre. So we have Metroid to thank for a lot of the 
billions of platforms. And that had, that a, big, came right that had after. a big surprise <laughs> ending uh, for many guys. It did. It definitely yeah. did. And we'll get to that a little bit later. But you, if you play Metroid, you know what it is. Yeah. So uh, Samus Aaron can run, jump, fire her, her arm cannon. Uh, by the way, I did. I read one of the best comments on YouTube when I was doing some research. Someone said, "When I was a kid, I used to stick my hand in a Pringles can and pretend I was Samus." <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> cool. Like, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Retro. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> very retro. Yeah, I thought I just would stick my hand in a Pringles can because I was a fat kid. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> Zach, yeah. Zach enjoyed his potato right. chips. Yeah. All right. So Samus can you know, run around, do a bunch of stuff, and uh, shoot weapons and all kinds of good things. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if she can even roll into a ball. Uh, which allows her to fit into small openings. And I heard that the ball move was developed uh, for the original Metroid game due to the programmers having a hard time animating Samus crawling. Oh, okay. So that kind of goes back to what you were saying about limitations in programming. Yeah, the the great programming challenges can come up with some really interesting and great uh, design. Absolutely. So what made the Metroid game so groundbreaking at the time was that they were nonlinear, and you had to find special weapons like missiles, bombs, grappling hooks, other stuff to unlock doors and to advance. So if you don't find a certain item, you really can't get to where you need to be. Right. Uh, so it's common to find yourself wandering for hours to find that one thing you need to open an orange door. I'm sure that happened to you guys, right? Certainly yeah. did me. Uh, that's what the internet's for. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nowadays, I don't have that much You have no patience. restraint, do you? No, so I have no patience. Me, I always that. wait to the last minute. I can't, I have to, it, looking things up to me is like a last, last, last I don't, resort. so I don't want, before I fire up the game, I fire up the game and start playing it. But as soon as I'm like, when I was doing this, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going down the, the elevator from Impossible Mission, and now what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the rest, like, You right? guys like this game, and it has the same exact mechanic. It's like the, the, the elevator and the like map whoa, thing. Whoa, it looked whoa, exactly whoa. like... Don't try to equate the two. They're not the same. If it's anyone played the possible, no. Exact same game. Totally not the same game at all. Okay, fine. Yeah, this, that's like blasphemy. Everyone go play Impossible Mission and come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. Not the same game at all. This no. game, you're right. Super Metroid is, has worse somersaulting. You're right. It does. Some, yeah, she does somersault. But it's not as good. It's, it's, you know it's not as good as Impossible Mission. This is correct. Were they influenced by Possible Mission? Maybe? Exactly. That maybe. must be it. <laughs> We're losing Zach we're, over here. We're on to something here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm coughing like crazy. I think we've, a lot of us have been sick here, so hopefully we all survive this podcast. Right. There goes another <laughs> there one. Goes right. JP. All right. So the Metro games are sorry. known for their creepy, unsettling vibe. Yeah, thanks again. Um, the designers were inspired by Ridley Scott's Alien films and the surreal artwork of H.R. Geiger. Inspired yeah. by oh, yeah. is not mm-hmm. the word I would use. Ripped from ripped, the pages. <laughs> yeah. Ripped from the, right. the, film, the screen. Yeah, so the, the enemies are often gruesome, including the large bosses that you fight throughout the game. Uh, also contributing to the game's vibe is the excellent music. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's often subtle. You never it's never demands too much attention. Uh, the music was composed by Kenji Yamamoto and Monaco Hamano and is one of the SNES's finest soundtracks. Agreed. Uh, Yamamoto has he said that he came up with the main theme while humming it uh, while he was riding his motorcycle to work. Okay. Just came up with it, boom in his head, and then he got got to the studio and Interesting. Yep, yep and showed uh, Sakamoto and they were like, Yep, let's do it. Cool. Yeah. So to refresh our memories, let's break for a second to listen to a sample track from Super Metroid. Let's do it. All right. Thank you. 
All right, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, for and sure. We'll definitely be talking more about the music in our experiences. Yeah. All right, another great feature of Super Metroid is that it has multiple endings. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is similar to the first two Metroid games. Uh, you can improve your ending based on how fast you finish the game. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't think I need to say spoiler alert for spoiler a 25-year-old game, do I? No, I hope not. All right, well, here we go. Anyway, this is what happens. So if you take... He was a ghost all along. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, if you take 10 or more hours to complete the game, you suck. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, uh, after, wow. No, I'm just, Shots fired. I know, right? <laughs> actually, it will take... The first time through probably will take you much uh, more than 10 hours. Uh, after the credits, uh, Samus will give you a thumbs up, and uh, she will then shoot at the screen. Oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> uh, if you finish it between 3 and 10 hours, what you'll see is part of Samus's face shield opens up, and it shows just the lower part of her face when she gives you the thumbs up. All so right. for that extra effort, you get a little bit of face, I guess. Uh, and uh, if you manage to beat the game in under three hours, drum roll, please, uh, you get to see Samus in a black bikini. Woohoo! She will then untie <laughs> her go. hair Sexy and pixels. jump into the background. Yeah. So they make you pr- they make you work pretty hard for that 16-bit skin, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, so, well, in the first Metroid game, Alex, we talked about this several mm-hmm. times, of course, is that uh, that was a surprise because even in the original Metroid manual and any of the, the uh, magazine coverage uh, in the game itself, they, rev- they uh, refer to Samus as a he. So unless you knew that, unless you beat the game, you wouldn't know that it was actually a she. So it was a surprise, right? Yeah. Interesting. But then for some reason, that feature just made its way into later games where it was sort of like, now she's a, this is a trophy now. So it's kind of weird. I yeah. don't know. Uh, I don't think it's welcome to the 80s. bikini or 90s. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, knowing your audience or something, I yeah, suppose, right? No, I mean, this is, this is the, a product of its time. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Say that. All right. So leading up to the launch of Super Metroid, the game was pushed pretty hard by Nintendo Power Magazine. Alex, you will like this. There yep. was a five-part Metroid comic series that ran <laughs> yeah. from issue 57, the one that... You had I, that, right? I did. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's right over there. It's got Bugs Bunny on the cover. <laughs> um, yeah, f- issue 57 to 61. Right. The the full comic series totaled 60 pages, and it features hey. uh, awesome artwork by uh, Benny Mario Ito. Mm. Uh, the comic expands on the game story and even introduces Samus's fellow ba- bounty hunter, Houston Armstrong. <laughs> Oh, oh man, Did, little, was he just, a little on the nose there, yeah. right? <laughs> Don't have to work too hard to get that reference, yeah, right? No. Yeah. So Super Metroid also got the cover feature in Nintendo Power, and it even had its own standalone player's guide issue. Mm. So back in the day, reviews for Super Metroid were positive. Nintendo Power called it, quote, excellent, and joked that even though Super Metroid was the biggest SNES game cart at the time, no amount of Metroid was enough. I'd see, and, and net, I never trusted n- uh, Nintendo Power. It's like, what are they going to say about their, <laughs> yeah, own, their game? own game? Yeah, how do you say this negative a, about this? A is game? amazing. But, but yeah, I think you mentioned that uh, other magazines. But because Metroid is great, I'm not knocking on Metroid. But I'm just, I, I don't really care what Netro, not Nintendo Power had to say. It, but yeah. you do have other magazines. It's that, true. You know. It is interesting though, right? Because yeah, because wouldn't Nintendo want all their games, even their third party publisher games, to be successful? But in some, uh, they did look, have a review crew where they did knock some games. Like, how did that work? Yeah, how I, I wonder what they expected to be. Yeah, do. Do they have like? Did they have like a bar where okay, you can't rate it lower than like a four or something like that? I wonder. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, uh, well, EGM did give now, it EGM. I like yeah, four nines uh, made their game of the month for June nineteen ninety four, and they called go. it quote quite possibly the greatest action adventure game ever made. 
That's a little bit of hyperbole, but uh, yeah. it's a good game. So Yes, uh, Super Metroid would end up becoming very popular, and it sold 1.42 million copies in the first wow. nine years. Nice. Where they track sales, and I'm sure many more since it's been available digitally. Just to break in here for a second, you may have noticed that I'm saying very nice things about this game, because last week I was very mean about F-Zero, and I feel really bad <laughs> about that. So I just wanted to confess... I'm trying to be a little bit more positive this week because last week I just completely flamethrowed that game. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I just wanted to pause, put in there. So it's like, no, I want to make sure you understand. I like this game. <laughs> you know, the poor F-Zero, man. You're just like, this game's terrible. It's this just really gar- sucks. It was, it, it was kind of hot garbage, but I could have been nicer about it. <laughs> warm garbage? Yeah, warm garbage. <laughs> That's right. better. Sorry. So Continue. Thought, yes, thank you. Uh, so what I thought was interesting about the original Metroid games, that they sold really well in North America, but they weren't actually big hits in Japan. I don't know why I thought they would be mm-hmm. kind of globally, but there was just a different you know, kind of uh, fan base for it here in America. I don't know okay. why. Interesting. Uh, so this actually led the executive producer, Gunpei Yokoi, to threaten to cancel Super Metroid at least three times. Huh. Uh, and he wondered why Yoshio Sakamoto and his team were put, pouring so many hours into the project. So huh. it almost didn't see the light of day. As for Legacy of Super Metroid, along with the popular Castlevania Symphony of the Night on PS1, Super Metroid established a genre of games that some people call, quote, Metroidvania. <laughs> That's silly. Sorry. How'd you come up with that? <laughs> uh, they're nonlinear platforming games that require items to advance in the game, like we said. I think it's an awful phrase, personally, mm. but it's pretty common. I've never heard used. that one because I've no. never been a fan of either these types of games, or, you know, either of those, Castlevania or Metroid. But yeah, I just when you said that, I'm like, what? The Metroidvania? Metroidvania. Yeah. No. Not a Castle Troid or whatever they could have gone with. Yeah. <laughs> Castle All right. Super Metroid's also credited as being one of the first games to popularize speedrunning uh, because Super Metroid tracks your game time and completion percentage. So it All makes right. it pretty easy to compare how far you get with other people. Um, and if you want to jump into speedrunning the game, just know that the bar is pretty high. Yeah. Uh, speedrunner Behemoth87 from the UK set a new record back in February of this year by completing the game in just 27 minutes of gameplay. Dang. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. It's crazy. That's yeah. true. Uh, it's also possible to glitch the game. You guys should check out YouTube videos. It's pretty cool. I didn't you, see any of the glitch ones. Yeah, That's you can cool. beat it in 12 minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. I've, yeah. yeah those, I've seen some glitch ones for other ones. Those are really interesting where you can find like just like holes in some levels and stuff. I've seen a lot of the glitch ones for like Super Mario Brothers and things yeah. like that, but never for this one. Go to speedrun.com if you want to see some of those videos. Okay. All in all, Super Metroid would go down and be recognized as one of the greatest games of the 16-bit era. It would reach all new audiences since being included in the Super Nintendo Classic Edition mm-hmm. that we talked about. Uh, there's also been some d- uh, direct Metroid sequels since, uh, including Metroid Other M, which I don't understand what that means. I played the game, so maybe <laughs> you find out as you play the game. That came out for the Wii in 2010, um, and a remake of Metroid 2 for the 3DS, which came out in 2017. Uh, and there's at least one Metroid game in the pipeline now, Metroid Prime 4 for the Switch, which I'm, I guess, excited about. It's like, all right, you know, maybe this would be a great Switch Metroid game. You know? might, yeah, that'd be fun. You know? That'd be, that'd be cool. fun, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the de- game development's been delayed, and I did hear that development was supposedly restarted from scratch. Whoa. Oh, that's not Ouch. good. Oh, man. That's yeah. not good. Someone lost their job. <laughs> yeah, several, several someone. Yeah, there you go. And of course, our hero Samus is a popular Nintendo mascot popping up in a few places, including Super Smash Brothers. Uh, games with our friend Captain Falcon. Falcon Punch! Falcon Punch! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that wraps up the history segment. Now to help us learn more about the game, here are five ridiculously Ridiculously interesting interesting facts facts. about Super Duper Metroid. (laughs) Super Duper. And a a couple on uh, Metroid in general. Number one, Samus Aran is partially named after Brazilian soccer legend Pele. Okay, you, that's random. That seems like a stretch. That's, <laughs> that's right. Okay. It's true. It's true. So in an interview, uh, an artist on the original Metroid game named uh, Hiroji Kiyotaki, 
He shared how they came up with the names for some of the characters and worlds. For Samus, they took Aaron from one of Pele's middle names, which I guess is Arantis or something like okay. that. I did um, not know that. Yeah, so like, it's, it's a bit of a stretch, but apparently that's where the influence came from. Uh, there's also a few other name origins. So Metroid is really a combination of two words. Metro, which is inspired by the game's map looking like a subway map. And hemorrhoid, what? which which what? all the guys in development no. had. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. Oh, <laughs> totally kidding. Oh boy. Uh, no, it's actually Android. So that oh. makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, SR388. Not uh, to be confused with SR387. Thank you. That's right? a great joke. Uh, it, it's this met- it's not, but I just thought <laughs> I'd you. help you out there. Uh, the Metroid's home planet. It, that was actually a type of Yamaha bike engine. Yeah, because they okay. were fans of uh, motorcycles. Well, yeah, you said he was he rode one in on the way to work and humming the theme. Yep, yep. There you go. Uh, and Ridley, of course, we talked about Ridley Scott being the director of the early Alien films. Oh, so there oh, you go. really? I I wouldn't. I would never made that connection. Yeah, and then Sorry. of course there's this, the Sigourney boss that uh, you got to find. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, you have to weave around that one. Come on, oh, yeah. God. come on. <laughs> thank you, Good thank one. you. I'll be wow. here all week. Good one. No. <laughs> Number two. So while we're talking about origins, according to director Yoshio Sakamoto. Samus's original look was based on the 80s, 90s movie star Kim Basinger. Oh. <laughs> Miss Vicky Vale in the 1989. Oh. What movie, Alex? Batman. Oh, Batman. Man. Here comes Batman. Batman again. Uh, so uh, to make you feel a little older, Batman 1989 came out 30 years ago Holy in June. Holy yeah, moly. So now I, you feel really old. I feel really old. I saw that in before sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Best Batman. Great serial. Too, by the way, Batman cereal. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Was yeah. so sugary. I don't. I so never good. ate those cereals when oh, I was a kid, it. so I have no idea. Sh- I, bought, like, I think I bought like five boxes of it. If, <laughs> if, oh, if people that listen to this podcast didn't know I was a weird person to begin with, my favorite cereal when I was a kid, grape nuts. So there oh, you go. God. Oh wow. <laughs> I never had a cool cereal when I was growing up. My parents would be like, "Oh, here's like you know raisin bran or stuff." Like we all had like, all the like the adult cereals. <laughs> <laughs> um, it and, makes you regular, son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what Which that now is? Is, is that what that is? Now is important at right, our, in our vastly <laughs> advanced age. We should do a Batman game as a future episode. We've though, got right? to. I mean, the yeah. Batman Game Boy game is what I would Listen, go. I uh, love that yeah. game. They just came out. Batman just had a, a huge milestone, a 30th, uh, not 30th, 80th uh, anniversary of Detective Comics. They just printed their 1,000th wow. uh, printing of uh, a Batman comic. Yeah, we got to oh, work wow. Batman. Marvel is uh, hundreds of... Uh, 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 I think uh, comics behind yeah. in their first milestone. We'll like definitely that. have to work something Batman in because we've accidentally <laughs> or on purpose ran into Batman now like six episodes in a row. Right. What's Batman's gonna be the everywhere. subtitle for the Batman episode? It's gonna be like Batman or Batman. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. All right. Well, apparently uh, Yoshio Sakamoto was inspired in quotes here mm-hmm. to pattern Samus after the actress after he saw her in the steamy movie Nine and a Half Weeks <laughs> over and over again. Huh? Mm-hmm. Had to get that character down. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just I watched that movie over and over wore again. Wore out the loop. tape. That's right. For you, I've, I've never seen people at VHS. I've never seen that movie. That's right. Uh, I actually have. I've never seen it either. Got it. I don't know that I've seen anything Kim Basinger has been in except for. Maybe Batman. Anyway, mm, Batman. All right, number three. The opening sequence of Super Metroid was narrated by a Nintendo of America employee. Uh, his name was Daniel Ausen. He was a localization manager, and he made frequent trips to the game development studio in Japan. So his spoken words open the game in which he says, the last Metroid is in captivity. Uh, the game... <laughs> he doesn't say that. He's <laughs> the last Metroid is in captivity. And, he's yeah. captive. The last Metroid is in captivity. Right. The last Metroid is in captivity. The galaxy is at peace. I'm pretty sure it goes something like that. Uh, and Mr. Allison still works at Nintendo after all of these years. Oh, wow. And now that I think about it, I really should have tried to track this guy down for an episode. Yeah, maybe. what were you doing? I don't know. 
I don't know. Come on. Maybe as a follow-up. All right, number four. Sounds for some of the bosses in Super Metroid were direct samples from Godzilla movies. Oh, awesome. Oh, I yeah. love Godzilla movies. Yeah, you didn't. You do. You actually yeah. do. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Of even the old ones, new ones, all of them, except for the terrible Matt. No, the, no, yeah, the Matthew Matt Broderick, Broderick one. Yeah. Oh, that oh, one that can one. go straight to hell. The, all the other ones are fantastic. Wasn't that one like Godzilla 2000 or something like that? Yeah, was something that like that. It was so bad. No, it was just, it was just so Godzilla. Bad. Was it? Yeah, it was just Godzilla. Godzilla I saw it in the theater and I was like, what did I do? We saw it in the theater together. I just really remembered. Wow. Yeah, and it was terrible. It was just well, it was a Roland Emmerich movie. Yeah. And that guy is trash. No, I you know what I've liked what because he did what? Day after tomorrow? Yeah, that was I I'm not saying that was a good movie. All of his movies clear. are trash to some extent. Yes. But I liked that movie. But yeah. Godzilla can go right off of the short period. So it's probably your idea to go see the movie then, so I have you to Yep. Thank. I probably I'm sorry. Right. I apologize now twenty years later or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about your secret love for Godzilla. Oh, I've known Godzilla. you forever and wow, it's yeah. amazing. Uh, so it was uh, rare that you would see games that would use actual samples in them back in the day, but the programmers, for some reason, love Godzilla themselves so much they wanted to use them. I don't know, maybe to give the monsters a more menacing sound or something like that. Yeah. A uh, lot of Godzilla is about the sound, so I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And now I like Super Metroid even more. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to stay on the positive train. I was going to say, you're keeping a little bit too much praise now. I know, now you're lying. Everything about this game is awesome. No, I actually yeah. have some complaints. All right. And number five, there are quite a few lesser known techniques in Super Metroid. So a couple of these were new to me as well. For example, there's a trick called the Golden Chozo trick. Uh, which was discovered late in 2010, where you roll into a ball, you hold some button combination, uh, and then you end up getting loaded up with nearly every item in the game. Oh, cool. Oh. You can look up how to do it. Uh, there's a technique where you can heal yourself called the Crystal Flash. Uh, that's where Samus is in a large healing orb outside of her armor, and she kind of uses the powers of, of bombs to heal. You have to have so many items, and your energy has to be under a certain point. But yeah, it's actually it's in the game. You can see this if you watch let the, let the demo, the game demo, run for a while. It doesn't tell you how to do it, but it shows you there's some wild stuff going on. Oh. Um, and uh, lastly, you can turn on and off several combinations of weapons, uh, which will give you energy balls that form like a, sor- a force field around you. The kind of the energy balls like you know swirl around you to protect you. So I did not know about that one. So oh, yeah, credit to the people who keep messing around with settings in Super Metroid. Apparently, right. All right. So uh, I think that's it. That's five ridiculously interesting <laughs> okay. facts about Super Metroid. Everyone's They're, just stunned with how ridiculously like, interesting this they, was. They were kind of all over the place. I like it. That's that's what I want out of my ridiculously interesting facts. Was that, ridic- was that ridiculously ridiculous. ridiculous enough for you? It was all over the place ridiculousness. Would you call it super ridiculous? Super. <laughs> no, I would not. And I'm not ever using that word ever again, except for the rest of this episode where I have to keep saying it. Right. 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 <laughs> all right. Thank you, Zach. And now let's talk about memories of playing Super Metroid back in the day. We collect feedback on our Twitter and Facebook by asking people to finish this sentence. My fondest memory of playing Super Metroid is... So, Alex, what did our community have to say? Sure, yeah. So, Terrence M. said, uh, trying to master that damn wall jump and renting (laughs) came from Blockbuster like crazy. That (laughs) is old school. That's old school. It it sounds like he might have put more money than the game was worth. That's like (laughs) like, uh, you have to get with your mom to stop by the Blockbuster on Friday night before you go home, pick up a a pizza for the family. Oh, yeah. And then you're on it for the next 48 hours straight. That's exactly what we did in my house. It wasn't Blockbuster. There was a place I've mentioned before called Play It Again Video by my house. And we would literally go stop by there on Friday night, 
Go uh, grab a couple movies for the weekend, a video game for my brother and I play for the yeah. weekend. Stop by the round table pizza, pick up a pizza, go home, yeah. pizza, movies, video games. It was a ritual, awesome. wasn't it? Like oh, that totally. whole Friday night. I think everyone Friday night was pizza. Like I was telling that yeah. coach, coworker of mine recently, I was like, Friday night when I was a kid, that was pizza night. No matter yeah. what, you had pizza. It was on pizza. Because your mom was sick of making food it was always. Pizza. Yeah. 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 Sick of little buggers. <laughs> it was always pizza or Mexican. That I had a, same thing. I had no, a video, it was only pizza. I had a video <laughs> store they used to sell my old games to to buy new games. Yeah. But it was sad because I would like walk into the video store and see like my old children sitting on the shelves as, as, <laughs> rent, as rentals. <laughs> right. Please let me come yeah. back, sir. I, I, miss, I won't do it again. No, no. I miss you, Top Gun. Yeah. Super Nobody ever gun. said that. Super, 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 top, top, super Top Gun. Super gun, Top Gun. Right. Not, not an actual game. Uh, uh, what did we have? So next, Alexander T., not me, someone else, <laughs> uh, shared fighting with my brother, the controller, uh, compromising on who got to play by passing the controller when the other player died. All right. Classic, classic. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. You can wait a while, though, if someone was good at a game. You know, like that could take a little while. Yep. I little hated bit. that. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, waiting for your brother to, to die? No, but no, we, like, if I was playing with... Yeah, my brother died. That Play, sounds terrible. Want to be playing with somebody when they're, they're just, that good. You I'm know? just here to waiting for my brother to die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, Chris H. Let's get this back on the road here. A little less uh, accommodating saying... Uh, not having to give my sister a turn on the game. <laughs> well, so this is a dirty trick. I've, I think we've all used. It. I've all. I've oh, used. Yeah, she yeah, was young work. enough to not notice that her controller yeah. wasn't plugged in, and mm-hmm. so, uh, and he and he was playing the game, and she thought she was playing the game. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's a classic <laughs> move. If you if you haven't done that, I've done it with my kids. Oh yeah, my kids too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that on newer stuff though, because it's all wirelessly connected. Well, but the old stuff, you'd be like, yeah, you're totally playing. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. My, my younger nephews, they get a they get a, a Wii controller with no batteries yeah. in it and oh, they're going to that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, that's what I do. But now I'm telling so a PlayStation yeah. controller it's all built in. You can't turn that off. Well, you Unless can the battery's the battery dead. dead. Yeah. Nah, that's a, <laughs> come on, JP. Your, your kids aren't old enough. You don't I'm know I'm sorry, I don't have yet. more than one controller. Uh, that's a lie. That is the biggest <laughs> lie I've ever heard from you. Still in the box. All right, next. Uh, everyone's favorite brother-in-law, Jerry R. That's, Get him, Jerry. That's a stretch. Yep. <laughs> Staying I mean, I think, like him. I think we need to call him, uh, start calling him Jerry's, uh, he's America's brother-in-law. I think he's so loved, right? All right. America's brother-in-law <laughs> what uh jerry r said staying up till 6 a.m you're my okay cousins. jerry well yeah, hello uh <laughs> with my cousins to try and find items and figure out where to go that's i think everyone's problem mm, yeah. in metroid yeah and um, in life yeah True. so what we got here at cd mega posted finally beating ridley and gearing up for mother brain only to have my save wiped. Oh, oh man! You know, I did see something about that. That How's like that the, the batteries in Super Metroid cartridges. I don't know if it's exclusive to this game. Mm. Had some problems. Oh, mm. what a bummer! That would suck, especially if you rented from uh, Blockbuster. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you got to rent it again, Saturday kid. Night. That's it. Uh, our friend Chris L. I think we all know Chris L. Mm-hmm. Uh, said I remember playing this till the. Uh, early hours of the morning at Zach's place. No, there you go. We did. There yeah, you go. we definitely did. Uh, CJ, or at Cardiac Drop, said, uh, when I had the cart back in the day, opening it up, excited to play from the beginning sequence until the end, running through the game in the epic showdown with Ridley and Mother Brain to complete mm-hmm. the game. SNES as finest. He also says, thanks for the chance to win. Oh, that's oh, nice. You're Thank you. You're welcome, yeah. CJ. And lastly, at, how do you say this? I don't know. Nymad's attic? Nymad's attic? attic? Okay. We'll go Uh, with it. (laughs) Uh, Spoilers. Uh, My fondest memory of playing Super Metroid is when Metroid recognizes Samus near the end and doesn't want to kill her because I'm sure he thought it was uh, her mom or his mom or something like that. Uh, Then later swoops in for the save 
uh, at the final boss, draining its energy and sharing it with Samus, sacrificing its own life. Aww. Yes. Too yes. bad we eradicated your planet, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> such, a, such a sacrificing little jellyfish. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was a surprise, too, is just that because there's a, if you've beaten the game, there's a point at which it seems like the final fight is hopeless. But then the last minute, yeah, the Metroid comes in, protects you. Mm. And while it's basically giving you its life energy, the mother brain comes back to life and is just attacking it. But it won't fight back because it's just focused on giving you its energy and then eventually it dies. But then you get super pissed... And super, and now, but now you have this like mega Not just regular, you, yeah. You have this like mega ray mm. that the, the power of the Metroid gave you and you use it to obliterate the brains out of Mother Brain. <laughs> all <laughs> right, so that's it. So, uh, at the end of the game, I guess all Metroid are extinct. We th- you think, you well, think, or, think or, last one or are they the right. end? Question mark, right? All right, well, great stuff, guys. Uh, so how about this? Uh, the group here, what's your fondest uh, memory of playing Super Metroid back in the day? I'm recusing myself from this one as I've never played <laughs> any Metroid games before this week, let alone this one. So let's start with you, Alex. What's your fondest memory of playing this game? My fondest memory of uh, playing this game was uh, I never played this game, I Did heard I about see? this game. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so convinced there was something coming. No, 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 no. Uh, sorry, that's my is, fault. No, this is one of the games where, uh, as a Nintendo player, as a Nintendo household. <laughs> Uh, you always heard about like, oh, this is a really great game, yeah, uh, yeah. and you have to do all this stuff. And uh, it was always one of those things where you had to um, really invest a lot of time and energy and uh, trial and error in mm-hmm. playing this game from mm-hmm. what I've heard from my friends and everything. And Zach, True. you and I both know Chris growing up, and yep. I heard a lot of stories from Zach about him playing at your house uh, this game. I just never ended up uh, getting the game, but it sounded like fun, and now yeah. I have played the game. Yeah, you have. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Zach. Yeah, so that it reminds me of summer 1994. That's like right after Alex, yours, yep. and my yep. high school graduation. So it was a great summer. It's like going to concerts, uh, you're chasing women around. I mean, that I made up that part. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, hung out with you at that point in your life. That is <laughs> not true. Chasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No chasing. Literally, <laughs> just chasing, but they didn't know I was chasing them. Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't even <laughs> think that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, so true. Right. But no, basically just hanging out, you know, not really thinking about what I was going to do next in my life. Had a restaurant job. I'd come home at like one o'clock in the morning, like exhausted, throw on Super Metroid and just play until like I passed out or the sun came up. Yeah. But just such a carefree, you know, point in my life. Yeah. And Chris, my friend Chris. Literally when you're out of high school, like that's it. You're just, back then there was no internet. There was no, eh, no, there was no internet. There was nothing. It was literally, it's that golden era, the end of the golden era right before you had an online life. You know? Well, no, yeah. I mean, like, what did we do when we hung out for your 18th birthday? It's like we drove around and ate at a restaurant. And, like, I think we was that the time that we, like, did a scavenger hunt? Like, I mean, like, yeah, right. Like, I know. <laughs> You're blowing our cover here. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just I that. I think there that, was a Ouija board involved. Oh, yeah, oh, so, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. You will play Super Metroid. Right? <laughs> oh, what? But, no, it was just that. It, it, playing it again, too, took me right back to that time. Awesome. Mr. JB. No, you know, it's funny. Um, I remember playing this game. I, I couldn't remember if I actually played Super Metroid for the longest time, but you know, Metroid. I remember playing that definitely growing up. I remember sure it was a Mega Man. One. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> a little blue guy running around. That makes sense. You know, uh, a little Android guy. No, uh, but no, I, w- I started playing it, and then I was just like, God, this feels really familiar. And it was like kind of like one of those things where I was just moving my, you know, moving Samus around, and I'm just like, I just knew where to go for certain stuff. I'm like, God, I don't mm. remember ever playing this game, but I feel like I have played it. Mm. And it just took me time to think about it. But I think this was another one of those games where I played at my buddy. Tim's house. Like, yeah, okay. Tim was, I should say, Tim was my Nintendo friend and then Gabe was my Genesis friend. So I, I like Gabe was cooler than is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, Tim, Tim always had the latest Nintendo stuff.
stuff, all his, all the new Nintendo stuff. So I, that's where I usually play his stuff. I had stuff too, but you know he had a lot more of the games. And he had two other brothers too, so they were always sharing and fighting at the same time. But no, I remember playing this with them, and then I think I might have played with some other friends. You know, back in you know was, God, was that middle school? I think for me. For, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, youngling. Yeah, thank exactly. you. But no, I remember it was a blast. I remember having a lot of fun with this game. It was a good game. Awesome. All right, guys, let's uh, now talk about our playthrough over the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you guys your thoughts on specific aspects of Super Metroid so we can focus a bit more on what makes the game unique and memorable. So what about the fun factor? How fun was the game to you guys? Let's talk to, first to Alex, somebody else who uh, hasn't played this game before. Let's see. What do you think? Of how, how fun was uh, Super Metroid? I think this game had everything. I yeah? think this game had everything you were looking for yeah. in a video game. Um, the graphics were on par. Yeah. Um, you don't, it's not like you're stepping back into, um, you know, the 1970s with really bad graphics or anything like that. For sure. Um, it had, uh, first it had guns, uh, it had aliens, uh, it had a mystery, it had a cinematic quality, it had, uh, 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 power-ups and uh, different ways to mm-hmm. use in combination some of these tools. Um, secrets, it, you had to backtrack a lot into different uh, worlds you thought you already, quote-unquote, sort of conquered. Yeah. Um, I could definitely see how, as a kid, and whether or not you had a Nintendo Power or not, this could this game could be like, uh, like a mystery to you. For like sure. You, a lot of trial and error, a lot of going back. A lot of dying on certain levels and understanding, like, oh, okay, I have to, I have to go a certain to a certain extent and a certain level, and there's only so much I can do without moving on, yeah. finding new tools, coming back, getting uh, different tools, and then being able to finish the game. Absolutely. In a different way. It, it was, I think this game had everything a kid would look for. De- definitely. I mean, if I had played this game back in the day, I definitely would have put down the $10 or whatever it was to get for the sure. magazine, you know, the, 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 oh, the, the strategy guide, guide or whatever yeah. with the maps and everything. Cause this is a game. I, I, I just, I never had that much patience as a game as a gamer. I'll go real quick. And cause it, on the same theme of somebody sure. who hasn't played it before, um, I will say that this game is really fun, but I personally did not have fun playing it because, and we've got, it was talk- Mega Man. No, it, but in that same vein, you you guys know, and we've talked about. I think on this podcast, I I really can't play horror games. I I they freak me out too much. It's I love it's really much game, of a horror I mean, game. Though. No, but I mean, the it Zeno, is so it is Xenomorphs climbing down the, the yeah. ceiling and shooting stuff at you, and and the music. The music is so good. And yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. That it's the, a whole unsettling feeling, and so it, I um I just wasn't enjoying my playthrough, and but not to be the the you know the sick fan or whatever that I've been uh, trying to be plumping this game up, I can tell how good this game is. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't personally enjoy it just because it's not my kind of it's not my genre game, and it and it freaked me out too much. And I'm a big wuss, and I get it. I'm sorry, but one of the bosses, one of the bosses, uh, I had to catch myself after I beat him out, and like my heart was racing, I was sweating a little bit. Yeah. I was like. Wow, this game really actually got yeah, me. I get like, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was absolutely. right in there, locked in. All right, let's hit uh, Zach again on yeah. this one. What do you think, man? Yeah, I think it's fun, it's, of course. Super, super fun. Yeah, I <laughs> super mean, super fun. The only thing <laughs> that just came out, I didn't even <laughs> plan that one. Uh, no, I think it, Alex, I'm with you. It has everything I think a kid would want to play in a game. Um, the only thing that knocked the fun and factor. And the hot chick. And the hot chick. Going back to that. <laughs> the only thing that knocked the fun factor for me was just the backtracking. Like, mm, yes, okay. okay, you could look, you can get a, a really good map and know where everything's at. But for me, just. If you were playing it back in 1994 and you were just exploring, exploring is one thing, but to continually go back and forth or and then and go like, did I really get that item or did I not? There's a, there's you know some frustration. See, in I there. like okay. that. I like that they thought ahead so much. Where you you know 
all the games up until this point, maybe I I never played the regular Metroid. Um, it was you complete a level, you move on. Complete a level, you move on. You right. never had to go back because you weren't able to do something in an old level yeah. that you could now because you have a more advanced. Well, I'm tool. I'm all for exploration. We'll talk in yeah. a minute about there's a there's something that really frustrates me about like that, that makes exploration more difficult. We'll talk yeah. about that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's I think it's a, it's yeah, all right, be easier. All right, JP, round us out here. Uh, what do you think? Fun factor. Oh, no, I think it was great. I mean, yeah, same thing. I, I think the thing that I like about it is that you get a lot of time out of it, too, because you do have to totally. travel around and go to yeah. all these places, and you're going back and forth. But it's, on Zach's point, it definitely kind of gets old after a while. You're like, oh, God, okay, do I need to roll into a ball and go down this way and do this again? And, like, you know, I think the thing that was nice of the map would at least point out, like, those little dots in rooms, like, oh, there's probably something I need there. But then sometimes mm-hmm. you'd go to that room. Like, I think there was one of the rooms where there was a golden statue, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? And I, you know, I'm like, all right, I left, but I'm like, something is supposed to be done there, but I don't know what yet. And that right. was kind of annoying, where you're like, I don't know what, but it makes you want to keep going. She's like, I want to find out what's in that stupid room. <laughs> At least you know something's in there, right? Yeah, it's exactly. Just, right. Yeah. I'm going to knock this one out really quick because we've talked about this topic, I think, multiple times, unless anybody has something specific to say. But um, on the topic of graphics, I think we all can agree the graphics of these games is really good. Oh, they yeah. did a yeah. fantastic very, very job yeah. on, the, on the graphics. It sounds like, Alex, you played it for a while. So you saw that yeah. boss, Craid, that's like two screens tall. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's that's huge. the one that was, yeah, he shoots, he's a big fat guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's shooting things at you. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, was uh, frustrating. Um, uh, the, the graphics looked phenomenal. Um, you know, considering that uh, we had just played uh, Moon Patrol and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That's well, right. I mean, yeah, even, the, the even, multi-layered backgrounds, yeah. the parallax scrolling. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that going even on. Even of, of the SNES era, because we mostly have played in this podcast, Atari to Genesis era, um, but we and haven't Nintendo. played... And Nintendo. And Nintendo NES. God, but we Jesus. haven't played a lot of Genesis <laughs> and SES, NES games. We have played yeah. a few, but I, I would probably put out that this is... Maybe the best looking game that we've played so yeah. far. Yeah, it's think, really good. Think back to the original Metroid on the NES. I mean, it was just a static sprite, right? Just okay. yellow and red dude, just or woman standing mm-hmm. there. Um, and then you go to Super Nintendo, and like Samus's suit is kind of moving while she's just standing there. Right. It's kind of there's like shine coming off all, it. Like there's a lot of detail. All sorts of different angles you can point the gun. Yeah. And it changes yeah. the changes the like it's not just that her arms rotating, it actually changes the pose of her body and everything. Yeah. Really, I love really how really when you cool. switch a secret weapon or a special weapon, it goes you can see like the end of the gun yeah. open up. Yeah. Well, it's even cool. even in the screenshot we have right here of the Metroid, you can kind of see how it looks that glossy look to where you're like, Oh, that's clearly kind of a wet-ish kind of jelly fish sure. kind of look sure. to it. You know, you totally get that. Yeah. They definitely had went all a, out. a really good uh, style guide on this game. They were, <laughs> you know, yeah, one of our UX guys well, in the room. <laughs> well, as far as like as far as like the color and the way they they have the typography and just the way yeah. they laid everything out, it looks like they really pushed the envelope in every way. Yeah. And they were yep. very consistent in how they used color and and yeah. tone and and also music. We'll talk about that yeah. real well, quick. And it, and it oh. took it took uh, one thing on the graphics so I'll say yeah, is it no took the original Metroid even with all its limits to another level without blowing it away so much that it was like completely separate. Like right. it actually, it, it's still, in, from a design perspective, it's still influenced by those early games. For sure. But okay. it actually just took it one step further. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So yeah, part and parcel, right hand in hand with the with the graphics of this game is the music sound. We've touched on that a bunch, yeah. but I think it goes, uh, I think it's a topic we can talk about again. I mean, the music in this game is so good. It's awesome. It's just, it's too good, again, from my perspective. It's freaky uh, in a lot of yeah. spots, but uh, it, it's it's the right tone for the game. Yeah, it's very, all, there's some music that has like minor chords in it. It's, re- yeah. it's very dark. And yes. You know, even the original Metroid, well, you'll you see it in this Metroid too, they use some of the same music, but it just has like those, again, those real dark minor key sounding songs. And and sometimes 
there's hardly any music at all. Like we were talking about, it's very atmospheric. Mm-hmm. And then you get into a situation, and then all the all of a sudden the music just ramps up, and then like you said, Alex, get your heart pumping because yeah. it's yeah. like when the music's kicking in, you know something's about to happen. Yeah. Well, or, or you're when in the music serious, slows down and gets really just, creepy, you're like something's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> just the just the opening sequence when you know you find you just fight off that boss, you're fighting off the boss, and the sirens are going. Sorry, hitting the mic. Yeah. Sirens are going, and uh, and you know the, the the klaxons and the and the stuff's falling from the ceilings, and yeah. then the room starts rotating on you, and that everything. was awesome. And Oh, just just that seven. Open. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go even I'll go even earlier. I'll I'll go from the the second you turn on the game. Yeah. And it's quiet and so then you, you hear it you yeah, hear yeah. very well, little you, low little, yeah. little music and then the Nintendo shows up and it's just like okay, it's a really like, good point really because a lot of the games of the cinematic. era the title screen is like dun, 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 you know yeah. like it's yeah. right a, no right this away. one yeah. creeps up on you and yeah. creates a mood instantly yeah, yeah the music is really well done that it's used well the even the beginning sequence, when you when you first drop into the space station, if you recognize, there's no music at all. Yeah, like it actually, yeah. you walk through, all you hear yeah. is yourself it's a scene. jumping. It's a scene of yeah. a movie, right? Yeah, because when you come, so you go in, there's no music at all. But then when you come back, when you start backtracking to leave the station, it's uh, an adventure. Then, then all of a sudden, the first time you see an enemy is the first time the music comes yeah. in. You're like, whoa! You walk into the room, da 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 da. Whoa! Dude, what's there going was on? Some, there was yeah. a yeah. lot of art direction. There was a lot of thinking going on to that whole first opening sequence, yeah, for sure. But well, never was a music. I think music used to that effect before. Great. I could see. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the challenge. How did the challenge feel for you guys? Too easy? Too hard? Or just right? I'll kick off this one. I I, I didn't get very far in the game, obviously, because it's just freaking me out. I'm not. But from surprised. what I played and from what I <laughs> from what I watched online, uh, it I was left with the impression that it's kind of just right. It didn't seem too like yeah, it's not a crazy that. hard game, but yep. it, there was definitely challenge to it. So again, that's just my opinion on very playing a very little, but I watched like probably another hour on YouTube. I can watch the game without, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, over a friend's shoulder kind of idea, but, uh, but yeah, so good. Well, there's definitely some moments I think where you, you feel like, Oh, this is really easy. I'm going to, Oh no, what's going on? <laughs> exactly. <You know? laughs> that was my feedback. Exactly. JP was that, Starts out super easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, oh, I'm finding everything. This game is going to be... I think I even posted something on Twitter. Done. Like, this, I, it's easier than I remember. Then all of a sudden, I hit a boss. And I'm like, oh, actually... Yeah. <laughs> well, then you know. you're like, you're getting hit with these bosses, and you're like, I have nowhere to go. They keep jumping on me. How do I... Like, oh, crap. And then you have to start well, to realize how you can hide. And put yourself back in in 1994. You don't have internet. You don't have YouTube <clears throat> to look at walkthroughs. Some of the bosses require missiles, not a regular gun, you know, to beat easily, and a different color uh, Some of the doors, doors yeah. <laughs> to get into yeah. the thing. So... Uh, I say the 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 difficulty level is there. I actually, to tell you the truth, I was thinking about today. I would like to have seen a hard option, like a hard game. mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like or, an expert or that maybe opens after up. you finish the game, you get some super hard bonus level or something like that. Well, I think that's the F-Zero time challenge, like right? Is that they want you to be able to yeah. blow through the bosses quicker or whatever, yeah. And, yeah. Or, or use less or find less items but still finish the game sure right but but yeah so i would say i think the clear clear consensus is this game is hard not ridiculously hard uh uh but fun and the challenge is there yeah yeah. but also i've seen people list this game on list of easiest snes games and to that i would say like what we talked about yeah but it might be now when you look up everything yeah you know everything's back in the day forget it put a guy like that in a room with no uh supporting material yeah like just play the game yeah. Totally. All right. So we're talking about the challenge here. So to play along with that, uh, what aspect of the game gave you guys the most trouble, uh, Alex? Mm. Uh, the most trouble with this game, probably. Uh, oh God, we got to come back I to think, me. I Let think I got. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with Zach. Yeah, getting lost. 
Okay. That yeah. was it to me. And to me, it was the maps. The maps are the culprit. They they don't show the doors or entry locations. Yeah. You know so what, oh, yeah. You know what game crazy. does? You know what game does? Mission Impossible? In, in, impossible Mission. Oh, oh, you know impossible Mission. I can't even say the name Summer right. Summer Right. Yeah, so you can't see how the... Di- don't ever compare those games again, by the way. Yeah, this, this is, this is horrible. Uh, so you know, you, you'll you see two areas of the maps together, but you can't tell, like, can I actually get to that next room? You know, where's the, where, what's the door that I came in? What color was that door? Yeah. You know, so that gets really frustrating. There's also different area maps. So like I would be tracking myself in one map and then I would check the map again, but I'd be in a different map now. Mm. Like, mm. well, what room did I enter the beca- where it became a different map? Oh, yeah. So I found myself um, deep in levels where I'm like, I'd open the map and I go, oh, I have to get way back over there. Is it going to take me 25 minutes to get there? And yeah. so I started to feel a little bit like... Uh, this kind of sucks now, you know. I'm just, I, yeah, it was just that. That was a little frustrating to me. Okay. That gave me the most trouble. All right, JP, what about you? Uh, for me, I don't. I'm probably just thinking about that. And definitely that. But I think for me, it was sometimes the doors and trying to figure out, like, well, how do I open these doors? What tool, you know, what do I need? And then, you know, realizing, oh, I have to shoot, you know, five rockets at this door to get it yeah. to open. But then it's like you start seeing the orange doors and these other, and you're like, well, crap, what do I need to have to do this? And then finally, you're like, oh, I need this other weapon. But even then, you're like. How many times do I have to fire this weapon at the door before I run out? Now I don't have any more of that weapon. Right. Yeah. There's times too where you have to use a super like or a special item. You're if you but if you didn't even know that special item existed, like there's a part where there's a lava pit, and you it's the and to get out of the lava pit, you have to jump super super high, and you're thinking, okay, do I need like super jump boots? Like eventually you find out that there's like this this item you get where you can continually spin jump. You know, I forgot what the name of the thing is called, but you can just, uh, it's like space jump or something, and you yeah. could just continue to jump without touching the ground. But if you didn't know that so item existed, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, you'd be like, well, I guess this is a dead That's, end. I would say that that would be, thinking about now, that would be the hardest thing in the game is uh, understanding the combination and the, mm. the number of tools that you could use at your disposal to, to accomplish yeah. and to get okay. there. There's the a piece of this, though, I will say that I think the programmers anticipated because there's an item in there called the X-ray beam. I don't know if you guys yeah. had got that. I did. But what you can do is you can use that to l- see what's in the walls and you could find secrets with it oh okay oh, so that nice. makes yeah, things yeah. a little bit easier because you walk into a room like you said jp and you're like what do i how is there something in here but it also makes the, the game like twice as long because then you're using that all the time oh, and totally. you're looking through yeah, everything totally stopping to in every room yeah. going back to old rooms yeah. yeah it's just yeah so in that uh, same vein what uh, tips or ta- tactics did you guys come across as you played zach i'm probably sure you probably have a million no I, really mine's simple it's really the charge beam i never use the charge beam alex you mentioned that earlier you hold yeah. the button down you never release use, it I never to me even like in going back to mega man games there's another, another thing that there's another thing they have in common. You can hold the button in most Mega Man games and shoot. I never use that charge beam. It takes a, by the time you know you have to hold it down. You know you're already getting hit. Um, but for some reason in this game, the charge beam is super powerful. So I would go and I would fight a boss like Ridley, for example. Ridley takes like a stupid number of missiles, like a hundred missiles to defeat. Or you could beat him in half the time with just using the charge beam. Hmm. So okay. that's one of the things I did look up, and I was like, oh, wow. So that's a huge tip is use the charge beam. All right. Al- uh, Alex, did you have any tips you came across? Any tips and tricks? Um, yeah. Uh, YouTube? Yeah. No, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. I uh, did my play along at like with a YouTube video. Too, that was my same, tip. Was like, same. Start a video. Watch pause a minute, and do the pause, thing, do the thing. That's what I was. That's how I was playing. Yeah, yeah. You definitely <laughs> need to know a map. Um, and as far as uh, this game goes, if you obviously if you've never played that Metroid game before, this game is going to be uh, a pretty big learning curve for you. But uh, I'd say the as far as the learning curve for <laughs> the game, uh, you definitely need to know that uh, it takes more than just one tool or one um, special little ray gun to to accomplish your goal. So patience. 
I'd say is the biggest tip and trick for this game. Which, okay. which is in good, short yeah. supply as you get older, right? As we talked about, this is true. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, Where's so, the damn spring ball? Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? Is there anything, guys, that would made the game better? The spring ball, or uh, is it good the way it is? What do you think? Uh, let's go with JP. Um, nothing I can really think of. One thing that I was trying to do, it's not really, it was never really a tip, but I was thinking about, I'm like, oh, it's kind of, but I remember maybe it was in the original Metroid where you could use the bombs to, and as a, as when you were in the ball, you could actually use the bombs to make yourself jump higher. You, 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 you can't say, I started, yeah. I started doing that right away. I'm like, I know I used to be able to do it, but I couldn't get it to work. Yeah, and actually, like, they, they that was always a, really fun. They made a feature, we talked about, we joked about the spring ball, but that's exactly what I think they improved upon in this Super Metroid yeah. is that you can actually, in this version, jump as you, when you're a ball. Oh, so you can okay. still do the bomb trick where you set bombs and it you know, moves you up, but you could actually just also jump if you have that item. So that makes it a lot easier. Okay. Zach, what else then? For me? Uh, yeah. So ideas make it better. I just think fast travel would make it because if, even like if you could... Like a warp tunnel or yeah, something. Yeah. Even if the, you yeah. could just select your... Even in the beginning of the game, if you could just select your start point at a certain um, save location... That, yeah, would that would be, be huge. Nice. Or yeah. if you could go to a save location and then just transport to another save yeah. location. Because that would reduce backtracking like crazy. So that, and that to me was well, my biggest all right, pain point. But, uh, I'd say this is almost close to a perfect game. Uh, if we thought that Zelda was a fairly perfect game, that game has a lot of back travel in the, in the game itself as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of changing screens and going through whole lands just to get to the next, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, boss. So I think this is pretty good. But now that I think about it, oh man, it would be really nice if you found a transporter pad and were in, was <laughs> yeah. instantly taken to some yeah. other part. Yeah. I thought Zelda, though, was kind of more open. You know, like where you could, I don't know, like you didn't feel so contained. This game feels like it just locks you in. You know, where you're, you just, it takes you longer to get out of a place. You know, you're like, well, oh, you know. Because every place has its own little enemies and stuff. You have to get over yeah, spikes yeah. or fire. I think oh, too, God. That, you, you get you know? to this, the part with the sand. You get to that, any mm-hmm. of those levels. Oh, my God. There's a, it's it's uh, quicksand. Yeah. sucks you in, and you can't jump out of it, and there's enemies hitting you at the same time. There, oh, there, my there, God. There aren't a lot of screens in this to game you, where you're just traveling. Yeah. There's always something yeah. that's preventing you. To your you. point yeah. about uh, Legend of Zelda... Other than like the dungeons or whatever they're actually called in Legend of Zelda, like the rest That's of the world, Labyrinth, yeah. the rest of the world is more open, right? So like you, you once you're you you can go for most screens, you can go up, down, left, right, or one of them might be blocked or two yeah. of them might be blocked. But in Zelda, you can kind of go around. Yeah. This Maybe. one, you kind of only have one or two options for a while, and then. Suddenly you have you know three, but then you know to get back out it is a or I, I it's, yeah. or it's a secret path and you have yeah. to bomb something in order right. to go down. It's or a whole you, maze. Even in the there's one in the almost the very beginning of the game where you walk in and you see the the statue with three boss heads. Yeah, and you're like, oh, eventually when I beat all three of them, I need to come back here. Yeah, but that's like four screens in, then you got to take four screens back out. Yeah, you yeah. know, so yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, now it's time for the most important question. How far did you get and what was your score? To remind everyone about the score competition rules for Super Metroid, we're going by the number of special items collected. And of course, if you finished the game, what ending did you get since it's based on your total time? Um, I'll start with me because... <laughs> well, oh, JP's no. looking at me right now. No, no, I didn't Should I be scared? No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. I'm just looking at you because I'm just like, yeah, yeah, beat it. Yeah, no. I'm starting <laughs> what because... What ending did I get, although, guys? I'll Alex tell is you. Pu- pulling up a picture right now, so that's well, a good sign. I'm looking through. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get very far at all. I got the morphing ball. 
Right uh, on, dude. Yeah, that's right good. On, but I, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I honestly, speaking about that really quick, I honestly, because I, like I said, I t- talked about this earlier, right? I hadn't remember playing this game, but then I started playing and like muscle memory started going. I went right to the morph ball, like right away. Like, you know I was like, holy crap, that's that was very, weird. That's actually, I, when you come down that elevator thing, that whole area is the same, very, very, very close to the, to original, the original Metroid. And that's probably that's why. Been, yeah. Yeah. I'm just that's like, cool. oh, there it is. It's cool they did that really weird. But for me, so what happened for me is I got the morphing ball. I got the missiles. I was, I was watching the YouTube thing, and I cut to the point where I opened some doors, got some things, did some, th- and then you get in this tunnel, like an upward tunnel, mm-hmm. which is two problems for me. It's a jumping puzzle, which I suck at, <laughs> and <laughs> this there's the freaking Xeno- xenomorphs coming down the the, the space pirates coming yeah. down the the walls and shooting stuff at you. And I was I just I was like nah, and the music is like all <laughs> so I'm like no, I could I, I had to stop. Hold me, hold me. I had to stop. <laughs> I was so gung ho going into oh this game because God. I thought it was Mega Man. So I was so gung ho. I was like, I'm gonna beat <laughs> this like game. Phob- this is a real phobia. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, I'm gonna beat this game. I gun- this is gonna be the time I beat Zach. I'm gonna sneak up on him. And then I was like, I start playing him. And I was like, I immediately when I got to the first screen, it was like, and then the klaxons and everything's like, I'm not gonna be able to play this. So did we go over this during Castlevania or any of the Castlevania? Castlevania is not the same thing. What? No. Well, so actually, I don't know because Castlevania was so hard for me to play. Okay. I didn't get far what enough other, to. There even was another like, game that he was all freaked out about. What was that game where we uh, neighbors? Zombies zombie in my neighbors. neighbors. It's yeah. not a scary mo- game though. Right. It was a little. There's campy. nothing. It's so, so campy. So when it's a little bit more intense, a little bit the music. So the, mu- and, the it's yeah. it's the con- it has to be the combination of the music, the uh-huh. the graphics, and the and the, the story. The, whole, the story. Everything okay. has to be there. So you have and to buy in that mentally to. But unfortunately, with me with video games, is I buy in wholeheartedly. Okay. When I'm playing a game, whatever game it is, okay. if it's a looter shooter, if it's uh-huh. a, a puzzler, I'm in and I'm there. And for these games, they freak me out and I can't do it. Man, we got to do so like no a Resident Evil. Yeah. I know. Resident Evil or something like that. You know? Yeah, even, totally. do, you know what? I have a problem with Doom. I have a problem with Doom. Oh, wow. Even. Oh, wow. So, Noted. yeah. Uh, but I, I've actually gotten further in Doom, but it okay. still freaks me out. So he was anyway. expecting this little happy game. <laughs> I was totally like bamboozled. Yeah. I was bamboozled. We will do Mega Man though. Okay. Um, oh, good. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. That's awesome. It's a. Uh, it's it's time to finish uh, making fun of Dustin for his fears, yeah. and we'll go with JP. Uh, how far did you get? Do you know how many items? Time? Yeah, whatever. I, I took a picture just to be on the same. I didn't. I don't think I did nearly as good as um as Alex did, but I did the the morphing ball and the bomb, and then I also got the charge beam. So three of them. So you got like three things there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Alex. Yeah. Boom. Dude, Look at that. You want to count them yeah, up? Yeah. So here we go. So he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Plus all those energy containers. Yeah. So he got. Plus yeah. extra bombs and super bombs. Yep. And the super X-ray, bomb the X-ray uh, thing and the uh, grappling hook. So some of the later things that Alex got here, the Varius suit. Uh, yeah. He got the high jump boots. He got the sp- the, the oh, spazzer wow. or spazer. So a couple of the, the the guns here. So yeah, you've got quite uh, quite a bit uh, through the game. Yeah, and, well, and I'm not even halfway through the game. You yeah. know, tell me you're going to finish it. I want to now, actually. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> all awesome. right. <sighs> don't even care. I'll turn off all the lights. In don't the even house. care. How many <laughs> how many times did you beat the game? Uh, twice. Uh, <laughs> oh, was that a joke? Uh, no, so it wasn't. Serious. No, yeah. it wasn't a joke. Okay, no, I did finish but the I game twice. Uh, the first I finished it in over seven, a little over seven hours and got 71%. Um, got the second best ending. Um, and then I finished it again, uh, but I still missed the best ending. It could be in three hours and 50 minutes. So did much better, but n- not under three hours, unfortunately. Um, was that playthrough like straight through three hours or were you saving? Oh, saving, saving too. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
the time too is a little bit weird. Like it doesn't count time. I think when you're going through doors and like when you're, there's a couple of things that doesn't count. Like, so yeah. it's not like play time. It's a little bit different, but yeah, in game time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that, that was, so that's, I beat it twice. Okay. Is that it? Can we move on then? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Great. Great to hear from you winning again. All right. <laughs> now for my last. Twice he won. Twice he won. <laughs> did you play it with I, your feet? I lapped you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right. Now it's it time for my last question in this segment. Would you play Super Metroid again? I'm just going to quickly say I, I can't. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too scared, guys. I'm too scared. All right. Zach would because he wants to smoke us, right? Yeah. You know what? I would, but I think I'm good for a while. Okay. You know, like it was fun. But again, like the backtracking thing got kind of old after a while. So it's sure. like, yep, this is a good game. Up. Be but it, it'll I be mean, on the shelf for a while. This is one of the better games we've played. I, I yeah. Think oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But it made me so. want to play other Metroid games, though. I actually went back and started playing the first Metroid game, and I am mm-hmm. interested in playing some of the sequels, like the yeah. Metroid Prime. I never touched any of those later games. So. I wonder in the NES, because the NES era is, is so more, uh, doesn't freak me out as much. So I wonder if the Metroid in, in the NES would there you be go. more playable Get for me. Get back on the horse. It's, yeah. it's still dark, though. Like, I remember yeah. playing the original one with the lights out and stuff as a kid, being like, oh, it's. <laughs> oh, that's I mean, right. Yeah. No, I forgot. Yeah. It's still pretty dark. Yeah. It's crazy. Watch some YouTube. It looks really similar to Super Metroid. It. Like it's, they're very, you know. Okay. Very I'll close. check it out. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, what about you, JP? Play it oh, again? Yeah, definitely. I think with the Zach mentioned the Game Boy version. I'm like, I can't remember if I have that one, but I kind of like want to play that just because it's a lot easier to play that. I mean, I don't have to like the same with my Switch. My wife can watch TV and I can still play a game while she's watching. I've got TV. it if you want to borrow it. Yeah, it's a little different. I mean, it's it's kind of. I mean, the exploration's still there. Yeah, uh, but it's on like a the home planet of the Metroids, and the goal is to run around. You have like you start with like thirty nine or forty Metroids, and then you just as you kill them, the number ticks down till I guess if it gets to zero, you beat the game. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You know, so you're wandering looking for random encounter Metroids to to kill. An extermination. Nice. Mm. It yep. is an extermination. Yeah, Un- is. Unbelievable. They should have you know did some testing. They would realize that's the key to mankind's. <laughs> Survival. But see, but, Alex, yeah. the Chozos thought that <laughs> oh, okay. too. They, they tried to, they had these ex parasites on their planet moving, and they had to invent Metroids, on, but then they, Metroids grew, you know. I would yeah, play moving. it again. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Thank you. Good. Done. <laughs> Did you know that Samus has Chozo <laughs> no. blood? Did you know she was raised by the Chozos? And I'm sorry, they, they gave her, her her suit. Okay. Great. Oh, That's fantastic. That. You sound like me talking about Star Wars. Chozos are those bird creatures, by <laughs> the way. They are. They're the ones that are holding the ball. You know, the items? Oh, those really? Are, okay. that's, those those oh. are bird creatures. They're called Chozos. That's actually the oh, one. So she's like a Ancient female race. version of Tarzan? Yes, so kind of, yeah. She's oh, okay. brought up by oh, bird wow. creatures? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners, we want to feature your stories, not these stories, <laughs> in future podcasts. That's a lot of stories. Yeah, so make sure you share them with us. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by looking for at Retro Game Guys, or you can drop us a line to our email address, retrogameguys at gmail.com. Now it's time for our very own obsessive collector, JP, to tell us all about collecting Super Metroid. Yay, it's my turn. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so excited right now. Oh, this boy, collecting. This is Alex's favorite segment. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. So if, if this is JP's last episode with us, like, <laughs> right. oh, yeah. who do we get That's to right. who do we get to do this part Who's in the my future? Uh, a, a, warm, a warm ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, were we talking know. about, at some point we were joking about, about Van Damme. 
No. <laughs> oh. We get his glorious mane. In no, here. he can't be. In, we can't be in the same room together. We can't, sure, no. I, yeah, no. It, it's like it, positive so, energy, and then Zach's negative uh, energy. They, uh, it's like well, the It's like a wedding <laughs> thing. You can't see each other before the wedding. It's, oh, like, you know, okay. it's like you know, we gotta. There you go. Yeah. I think there's a shipping episode. That <laughs> oh <happen> here. God. <laughs> oh boy. No, Please, we, JP, save us from this. Yes. Oh my God. Seriously. <laughs> uh, before we get into collecting Super Metroid, before Zach gets married again. Yes. I do. Uh, so for Super Metroid, the SNES game has become a bit valuable. Uh, it's not especially hard to find, but it will set you back at least $40 for a decent copy on eBay. Hmm, that's getting up there. Uh, that's that's very pricey. A lot of the Super NES games are really getting up there in price lately. Hmm. It's uh, hard to be a completionist, I suppose, JP, right? <laughs> oh, it's expensive <laughs> to be a completionist. Um, so there are two versions of the U.S. cartridge. There's the standard release, and then there's the player's choice release, uh, which was re-released later in the 90s. has like a little gold stamp on it, you know, mm. if you see that. Uh, and if you're curious, uh, there's no real difference uh, between the U.S. and the Japanese versions of Super Metroid, which I thought was very interesting. Mm. Uh, it's the same ROM in both carts, uh, but they just default to the appropriate local language. Mm. I thought okay. that was cool. All right, so now for the crazy collectible of the week. All right. All right. Do it. In June of 1994, Sony Records put out a Super Metroid Metroid soundtrack CD called Super Metroid Sound in Action. Hmm. Uh, it featured 38 tracks, including music from Metroid, Super Metroid, and four rearranged Super Metroid tracks. I think it's ironic that Sony released a Nintendo <laughs> music thing. That's, you know, I just thought that's kind of oh, funny. that's true. Yeah, Separate Separate divisions, but yes, yeah, totally. exactly. <laughs> um, the CD has actually become quite a collector's item, with copies on eBay listing for over three hundred and fifty dollars. Dang, Gina. Wow. Yeah, and record site Discogs uh, has two copies up for about $1,200 each. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not sure what copies have actually sold for, right. but my guess is, you know, maybe in, in the hundreds or so. I could see with Metro being so popular and this being, you know, an official kind of release, Metro yeah. related back in the day. It's crazy. But yeah. did you spend 1200 bucks for a CD? Did, uh, <laughs> did anyone if ever I get do it that? digitally, eh, Did anyone yeah. ever do that for Castlevania? No. Uh, that never the, happened. the music? Yeah. I don't know if like there's I know they've done it since. There's all kinds but of But not back you know, in the but day. Not back in the day. That's interesting. Know, as far as I know. Wow. Yeah. And of course, thankfully, you know, the audio you can find on YouTube or other sites for download, so you can't yeah. get it digitally just, if you yeah. want. Just listen to music. I don't need the actual cool. I'd be interested in hearing those rearranged tracks. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, that's that would be pretty neat. sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, JP. It's uh, now it's time for our weekly retro game giveaway. We've got an original copy of Super Metroid from the depths of JP's Game Vault, no, brought right. to us by a wall-crawling space pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Today's winner of an original Super Metroid cartridge in great condition, by the way, yeah, is CJ at Cardiac Drop. Right, hey, Thank you, congrats. CJ. As we shared earlier, he posted great memories of playing Super Metroid and looks to be an all-around swell guy. So cheers to you, CJ. Hope you enjoy the game. We'll be reaching out to you soon. And remember, if you want to win next time, all you need to do is leave us a comment or share your retro gaming memories on Facebook or Twitter. You can find us using at Retro Game Guys. All right, now it's time to reveal what our next game of the week is. And I'm taking the reins for this one. Oh, boy. It's feeling oh, like another, revenge uh, time. Oh, this is Impossible Mission 3. This is, yeah. this yeah. is going to be our next Impossible Mission. Impossible, uh-huh. Impossible Mission? This is revenge right here. Because I know... I'm revenge for I you not being able to take a scary game? No. Oh, yeah. No, it's because is I it know... Is it going to be like a Fisher-Price game or like yeah, a real... Bubble Bobble? <laughs> I know... <laughs> is it Sesame Street 1, 2, 3, ABC? <laughs> exactly. No, I know Zach hates this game. Oh, and please keep, And he don't, keeps making don't. me play Nintendo games. And he subjected me to a launch title, Boarfest, that was F-Zero. I know salty, what it is. So I'm calling salty. in for the one, the only... I know what it is. Altered Beast. No! Yeah. Altered Beast. 
<laughs> You're welcome. This is your fault. I'm I blame you for this uh, one. Ah, you did it. <laughs> I you did it. You actually did it. It's time for the Genesis launch title Arts Altered Beast. Uh, okay. Good okay, stuff. So it's thought- not a good game. I will admit it, but we played too many good games here. We're going to play one that sucks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So there was a point in my life where I did play the crap out of this game, so I, I won't be starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, but I have come to really despise this game in, in later years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, this is okay, terrible. So, but Dustin, you played this game <laughs> yeah. a lot. I played, I have so many memories. So no game. excuses. Oh, good, you're good. going through this oh, game. I'm, and yeah. you're gonna, and okay. so I have the original cartridge. Well, there's only like four or five levels, so he can just get through <laughs> that. I have the original cartridge. Um, there is a free version on iOS and, and Android. Um, there's also this third-party Genesis console that was released a couple years ago that lets you play old cartridges on it and has like 80 games oh, packed yeah, I've in. Oh, yeah, seen that. It, which also, it includes Altered Beast, but don't go out and buy it if you don't have it already because it's kind of garbage. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's lots of ways to play this, and uh, we'll have to figure out how the scoring is because you're right. It is kind of a short, short game. I think they have the Switch Genesis pack too, so that might be another. I think it's okay. on there. I yeah. think it's on. I'm not 100% oh, yeah, certain, me, but there's that keep Genesis. Talking, I'll yeah. check. <laughs> oh, you check. Oh, yeah. Check because that, <laughs> be, that might be how <laughs> I might be playing it. Yeah, so. Because I don't right. like it on the iOS. I, I played it on the iOS. It's all terrible. I like it. Well, it's not a good game. It's not like no, the iOS makes it better. You know what? I know we'll talk about it, and you know, I like it. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's on the the. It's Nintendo on the Switch. Got my copy. Genesis uh, yeah. as well. So I have it there. Um, I may play it on iOS with my trusty Nimbus 3000, but uh, we'll see. All right. So Altered Beast, man. You're welcome. Altered Beast. I'm yeah, tired. buddy. I'm tired. Okay, so how are we going to score this? I mean, so there. I think there's a score. Um, I, I'll figure it out after the okay. after the podcast. I'll figure it out, and we'll. <sighs> uh, I'll let you guys know over text in in the next day or two how what we're gonna do. Because wait, uh, hold, hold on a second. Is this is still this is still dawning on me. So you were mad because you played a crappy launch game. This is a crappy launch game. Yeah, this is a. You subjected me to F Zero. He's doing it back to you because you did it to him. Right back. F Zero wasn't a crappy. F Zero wasn't crappy. <laughs> no, not it's a, terrible. So Han, so I mean, it's not so amazing. Spooky sci-fi games, crappy race games. I'm just trying to carry a list here. You're like the you're yeah, like the picky video game person <laughs> instead of like a picky eater. You're like yeah. a picky video game guy. You know what? I think you just found his handle now because he doesn't it. have one he's the host quote-unquote but he's the picky gamer picky oh gamer. yeah picky gamer i think uh, that's a picky hey. gamer all right it's born hashtag picky gamer hashtag genesis household this is this is kind of a, a grotesque game though dustin you can be able to get through it i mean it's a little scary it's not oh, scary it's at all. so scary <laughs> shush kicking wolves in the right. teeth is so scary <laughs> what's going on Full all right rise from your grave grave oh. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up with a recap of this week's Super Metroid rankings. Or not. <laughs> right. For me, it's or not. In fourth place, and uh, just uh, you know, still shaking in his boots. Uh, Sliding me. down the score list. Right? I am. Yeah. I am. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, and that's why I pick Alter Beast. Um, <laughs> uh, in, in third, and another strong third place finish for him there. JP, good job. Yeah. JP. Number uh, three. Number two and adding <laughs> another second place to his pile here. Finally, he was on a third place streak for a while there, yeah. but now he's got second, Mr. Alex. That's right. And then there's Zach. Um, and so then there's on. Zach. I thought uh, you said you were going to be more positive this episode. I want, I want to hear things. some like <laughs> uplifting. Yeah. My, I'm, my I'm good positive friend, that I'm Zach. Tired of, I'm so proud of him I'm for being... positive that I'm tired of you winning. So yeah, that uh, yeah. this uh, this one does give a little bit more separation in the ranks. Uh, JP's in last with 44 points. Um, I'm in third uh, w- with 50, eight points behind Alex. A few episodes ago, right. Alex and I were tied, and he's pulled ahead by eight points. Well, this points. is the one I think I knew I could have... Uh, 
I could push ahead from you guys. Yeah. Well, so hopefully you can I better keep it on. Yeah. For you next better, time. You better. You better because uh, you know it's going to be a struggle through Altered Beast, but not from the same ways we struggle through other this games. Is true. This is so true. All right. That's all the time we have for our Super Metroid episode. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and it makes you want to run around an alien planet while being followed by a jellyfish. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> while you exterminate all of his relatives. <laughs> for the retro game guys, Zach, Alex, and JP. I'm Dustin, the picky gamer, saying (laughs) game on. Until next time, friends. The opinions and views expressed on the Retro Game Guys podcast represent the views of the speaker alone and are not the views of our employers.